Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. How do I know that I have received the Holy Spirit? I know that I have heard people ask me that question and oftentimes it revolves around the idea that many people have been taught that when you believe in Jesus Christ, you have received the Holy Spirit. But the question I would ask those, and maybe you, if you're watching this and you believe that and you have been taught that, or maybe even you've taught that, can you give me a scriptural reference why you would believe that? Let me start out by saying, I truly believe that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. And, and so I say that to say that, that it is uh, in error to take a single or four or five scriptures and isolate them from other scriptures. So if it's in the Word of God, it is there for a reason. And in the New Testament sense, particular, if you find scriptures that are dealing with a particular subject, a particular experience, you don't exclude some and, and highlight others. You have to include all of them in the subject and from those different tones, those different notes, it gives you a full sound, sound doctrine to have a biblical understanding of what the Bible says concerning the particular topic, uh, doctrine, or experience. Most religious controversies uh, revolve around different denominations that have their favorite scriptures they isolate them from the rest of the book. And uh, so you get into an arguing uh, argument, a match where you're using the, the, your favorite scripture and they're using their favorite scripture. And it just turns into a debate and there is no progress. However, all scripture is profitable for doctrine. And so when we read any scripture in the New Testament and we marry those together, we blend those together, we sew those together, it gives us a tapestry of truth where we have a proper understanding on a topic, on an experience, with a sure foundation in Scripture where we can confidently say, oh, and not be threatened because someone has a different Scripture than us. We have all the Scripture, and all of that Scripture comes together to give us a whole. So how do you know that you have received the Holy Spirit? Uh, many people have been taught that when they believe, they receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, but the apostles did not have that as a lived experience. They did not have that as their own testimony. Jesus told them in Luke 24 and 49, Behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you, but tarry in, in the city of Jerusalem, until you be endued with power from on high. These are disciples that believed in Jesus, 
They had witnessed him in his life. They had been there through his death. They had witnessed his resurrection. And they were about to see him ascend into heaven. Some of the last words they had heard Jesus say, Hey, you're going to receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You're going to receive power from on high. Acts 1 and 8, Jesus again. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. These are words recorded just as Jesus is about to ascend into heaven. So I want you to understand that it's, a, it's, a, it's so important for us to recognize the baptism of the Holy Spirit was fundamental to Jesus' ministry. He said, I must go away so that you can receive the comforter, the spirit of truth, so that I cannot just be with you, but I can be in you. So it's fundamental to the ministry of Jesus and the empowerment of the apostles, this baptism of the spirit, but it was foundational to the ministry of Jesus as John the Baptist foretold Jesus of Jesus. Uh, he said, I indeed baptize you with water, but, but he that cometh after me, who is mightier than I, shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. <laughs> John the Baptist told his disciples, hey, uh, I'm a part of what God is doing I, I am preaching repentance, baptism unto repentance, but Jesus is going to come. He that's coming after me turns out to be Jesus. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. So when John's disciples heard him say, Jesus, who's coming after me, who is Jesus, we find out, he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so some of his disciples followed Jesus, followed Jesus for what? They followed him because John had told him, Jesus is gonna baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so when Jesus ascended, it hasn't happened yet. He, he talked about it. He uh, told them how important it was. He, he demonstrated some things, but they had not received the spirit because Jesus was still in the flesh here on the earth. So they couldn't receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Spirit of Christ. They couldn't experience that. They couldn't receive that while he was here. But when he left, he sent the Spirit back to us. That could not happen while he was here. So when Jesus told them in, in, in Luke, uh, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Uh, 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 when he said in Luke 24, Behold, I send the promise to you, Acts 1 and 8, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. This all is very fundamental. It is, it, is, uh, it is a part of the promise of Jesus. Jesus came, but in the life of a New Testament believer, it's what Jesus gave because he came. He gave us, sent us, prayed for us, told us after you receive the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, you will receive power. And so as a believer, we want the Holy Spirit. All of us want the Holy Spirit. It's for everyone. And so it's important for us to have the Holy Spirit. But how do we know we have received the Spirit? And so I believe it is important to look at those who were there and how the Bible shows us they experienced the Holy Spirit. In Acts 2 and 1 through 4, the Bible says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, 
Uh, they, were, they were all in one accord in one place. As Jesus told them, go and wait till the promise comes. They were all together in one, one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Pa-pow, it happened. The power, the baptism, the comforter, the spirit of truth, the Holy Ghost and fire came upon all of them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. John the Baptist foretold it, Jesus promised it, the apostles experienced it, and this is the first time this has happened. Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. One of those things, they shall speak with new tongues. And here it is, boom. They had received the confirmation, the promise, the blessing, the thing that Jesus promised, and, and wow, it was glorious. They went from being timid disciples into fire-baptized apostles. And if you look and see what happens, they were deeply impacted. They were transformed. And how do we know that? Look at Acts chapter 3. The Bible shows the very next chapter after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Peter and John are on their way to the temple at the hour of prayer, and they come upon a man who's begging. Uh, the Bible tells us he's been there for a long time. They have passed him hundreds of times on their way to the temple to pray. And this time, like always, they passed him, and the man is looking at them, and they look at him and said, look on us. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. There's something happened to them. In Acts 2, they had received something that till that point they never had. It was a boldness. It was a, an empowerment to witness. It was the, the, the fulfillment of Jesus. In my name shall they lay hands on the sick. They knew that was going to happen because they had already spoke with new tongues. And so I, I want to let you hear them uh, show their expectation, their uh, examination, their evidence that they looked for for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 10 and verse 44, uh, you can read it with me, that's there on the screen. And while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. The Holy Ghost came. Sound familiar? And they that of the circumcision which believed, they were astonished as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Wow, Jesus said the Holy Ghost was coming and even Peter preached in Acts 2, but wow, the Gentiles blew their mind. And, 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 and they knew, uh, they, they believed because they, they received the Holy Ghost. But read the next scripture. The next scripture should be quite instructive to us. Verse 46, 4, they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. They heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized 
seeing they have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. So they, they perceived, they saw, they heard these Gentiles receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And they knew it was the baptism of the Holy Spirit because they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Peter also is hearing and seeing this and says, hey guys, these got the Holy Ghost just like we did. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. If you revisit Acts 2, how did they know they received the Holy Spirit? What different thing happened in Acts 2 as well as we did? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts 2, eight chapters later, more than a decade later, they have been preaching, people have been getting saved, and they knew what to expect when someone received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They would speak in an utterance, a language of the Spirit, and they would know they got the Holy Ghost just like we did. Not convinced? Well, let's look at Acts 8. Acts 8 shows us a story. It's a great part of the, of the book of Acts to read, and it's instructive. If you haven't read it, you should go read it. Philip goes down to Samaria, and he preaches Christ to them. The Bible says that all of Samaria heard the word, and there was great joy in the city. They believed the word. Uh, they were healed. The demons were cast out. They were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And so the apostles heard this in Jerusalem that the Samaritans in Samaria had received the word. They believed. They, 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 they had accepted what Philip preached. But they came down to pray for the Samaritans that they might receive the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, for the Holy Ghost had not fallen on them because uh, all they had done so far is they've been baptized in Jesus' name. So they had faith, they had joy, they had received the word, but they didn't have the Holy Ghost. So the apostles came and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. And so we understand faith is absolutely important. However, there is an experience beyond faith. Faith is absolutely essential. Repentance is absolutely required. Baptism in the water in Jesus' name is proof of faith. But let us listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. He goes to Ephesus, a place he would let her write a letter to, to the church that would be established from his ministry. He goes to Ephesus, and there in Ephesus, uh, Reading with Acts 19 and verse 2, he found disciples of John in Acts 19 2. He said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. What are you talking about? And he said unto them, What then, unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto them, John's baptism. Then said Paul, John barely baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. The great apostle Paul, who wrote much of the New Testament and many wonderful theological truths are to be gained in the writing, in the reading, in the understanding of the wonderful things in which Paul teaches through his writing. But we must not allow anyone to try to separate the experience and the, the history of how these believers were established, what the apostles preached, and what they understood about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was something that came as a distinct experience, a distinct reality from faith alone. And so Paul uh, uh, rebaptized these believers. The Bible says they're believers. We know the disciples of John were told that, that the one that comes after him will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And so they didn't know it had happened. They didn't understand what they were talking about. But when Paul, the great apostle Paul, he instructed them and said, hey, you gotta have the Holy Ghost. So he rebaptized them. He put his hands on their head and prayed for them. And the Holy Ghost came on them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. So you see a pattern, Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts 19. One can make a point that even the Baptist of the day of the apostles were rebaptized in Jesus' name and they received the Holy Ghost and they spoke in tongues when they received it. So we understand that, that, that what Jesus told the disciples, you receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Uh, what he said, he said in Mark, in my name you shall speak with new tongues. So here's the question. Do you believe in Jesus? I am so thankful that you do. But have you received that experience that is beyond, that comes after faith, that is the empowerment, it is the baptism, it is the promise of the Holy Spirit? If you haven't, I suggest that, that, that now is the time. doesn't matter what you thought before, what you believed in the past. Now is the time to seek the Lord. Jesus said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Ghost to all who ask him? And so I'm saying to you, seek for the Lord. Pray for the Lord to fill you with the blessed Holy Ghost. I had a precious Baptist lady who uh, came to our church uh, for a season. And one day she called me and she said, Pastor, I had a dream. I said, okay. She said, I had a dream that I was speaking in tongues. I said, wow. She said, what does it mean? I said, well, I believe what that means is you're about to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Pray for it. And the next time you're in church, come forward. And I believe the Lord is gonna baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And so Dorothy, at the end of service, she was not one to come forward, and maybe one of the only times she had done it up till that point. At the end of the service, she walked forward, and I was standing on the platform, and I saw it with my eyes. Uh, when she began to walk forward, she just gently, gracefully raised her hands. She looked up to heaven, and she began to pray out loud, and I could just almost see 
<laughs> the Spirit of God just descended on her and she just began to speak with other tongues. And I have seen it time after time after time after time after time. People that had been taught, who had believed that they had the baptism of the Holy Spirit, because that's what they've been told. They, they've been told that when you have faith, you have the Holy Spirit. But when they receive the Holy Spirit, they realize, oh, this is the Holy Spirit. I didn't have this before. This happened really recently in a service. A dear lady, a Baptist lady, was in service and she was enjoying the music. She was clapping her hands, raising her hands, and she was praying. And uh, she was asked, uh, do you have the Holy Ghost? Oh, yes, I got the Holy Ghost. And she was asked, but have you have you spoke with tongues? Oh, no, I hadn't spoken with tongues. That's just for special people. And, and, and someone said, well, just, just keep praying. Let me, do you mind if I pray for you? No, no, you pray for me. And so she just raised her hand and she was praying. All of a sudden, I saw her face. Her face just lit up and she started speaking in tongues. And she said, well, I thought I had the Holy Ghost, but, but now I know I have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I have seen that happen. And, and that's the reason why I'm making this video is, is faith in Jesus Christ is absolutely essential. <laughs> but we're not talking about what you got to do. We're talking about what you get to do. We have access. We have been promised the gift of the Holy Ghost. So, so I, 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 Paul said, Paul said this, I speak in tongues more than you all. What does that mean? He was communicating that all spoke with tongues. We're not talking about the gift of tongues. Uh, he's speaking of that experience that we have access to because we've been baptized with the Spirit. And when you're baptized with the Spirit, the initial evidence is you speak in tongues. But the gift of the Holy Ghost isn't just something that happens once. It is something that we are able to engage and allow to happen, flow, work in our life. And the Spirit of God prays through us. And we say words we don't understand. We pray to God. Our spirit man is edified. And, and, and when we pray in the spirit, the spirit prays through us for the will of God for us. <laughs> and that happens because of that. Some people call it a prayer language. That's fine. When you pray in the spirit, uh, speak in tongues, it's just not so you can say, yeah, I spoke in tongues one time. No. It is the daily empowerment, recharge that's available to all those that believe. Let me read this in closing. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 36, the very first message preached to those that wanted to be saved was found there in Acts 2. They had just received the baptism of the Spirit. Jesus said, you, you shall be my witnesses. They are beginning in Jerusalem. Peter stood up and preached. In Acts verse 35, chapter 2, Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. He was saying to the Jews, he's Jehovah and Messiah. Jesus is Jehovah and Messiah. <laughs> now granted, these people had just crucified Jesus just 50 days prior. And the Bible says, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart. And, and said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, all the apostles are standing there with Peter. Then Peter said unto them, repent. Repent means to be sorry for what you've done and ask the Lord to help you do better. Repent, turn from your wicked ways, repent. 
It was a message that John the Baptist preached, all the prophets before John preached. Jesus continued in that theme, repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission or for the forgiveness of sins. Peter told them, you need to repent of your sins. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name because you get forgiveness in that baptism in his name. This is scripture. This is not a denomination. This is, your Bible says this. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And, and here's, here, here it is. And, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You know that thing that happened in Acts 2 and 4? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. He looked at all these people and said, and if you'll repent and be baptized, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In verse 39 he says, for the promise is unto you 